Welcome to Seller's Journey, the podcast where we speak to great sales reps and leaders and share their real stories from start to sales success. Hi, everybody. I'm Joseph Fung, and today I have the great pleasure of speaking with Madison Fairbairn. She's a channel sales specialist at Avic Networks. Madison, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. I'm glad to have a, a little bit of your time. You as well. So you're at Avic in channel sales. Can you tell me a little bit about what your role entails? Yeah, so on our channel team here, uh, we work with companies that serve a similar target market that we do. Um, so I do a lot of co-leading uh, sales um, programs for our software um, that ties into their integration as well. Cool. Now, your experience is a lot like a lot of our audience, uh, our other guests, but part of the reason I'm so delighted to have you on the call today is you've also started an organization to help people in their sales journey. Can you share a little bit about YSP? Yeah, definitely. So YSP is uh, Young Sales Professionals. Uh, I actually met uh, with a colleague that kind of happened into sales similar to the way I did and what I found a lot of people did when we were meeting people. Um, and I wanted to create a better mm -hmm. system for people to get on board, kind of understand it as a career, um, and just connect and network uh, with like-minded peers. Awesome. I'm, I'm really looking forward to coming back to YSP during our conversation, but we do like to focus on the journey. So let's take a step back and, you know, go earlier and, and kind of back to the beginning. Can you share with our audience, where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? Yeah. So I grew up in Owen Sound, Ontario. Um, it's a small town kind of close to Collingwood in between there and Selville Beach. Mm -hmm. um, came to Waterloo for university. I actually took a bachelor's in science. Mm -hmm. um, right after graduating, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. So I worked as a dental assistant for three months. Um, and that's when I quickly realized I wanted something more dynamic, um, something where I could contribute to the company a little bit more and make a difference. And that's when I happened into a, a BDR role at Avic. Um, and from there, just kind of fell in love with the idea of sales as a whole and what an impact it can make. I, I love the way you phrase that, you know, happened to, to fall into a role as a BDR. Uh, I mean, I, uh, I don't know if it's uh, you had a client or, you know, someone from Avic was booking a dental appointment. What, what was the story? I'm so intrigued. <laughs> so I, um, so I was working in my current job and, you know, just not having a good time. Um, so I was applying to absolutely anything. Um, mm. I probably applied to a hundred jobs in everything from oh, sales wow. to marketing to, you know, working in a lab, just anything <laughs> other than my current role. Um, and then when I got the interview at Avic and I met uh, Mercedes Geimer, um, she was just someone that I knew I needed to work for. Um, mm. Just a great person. And that's that's kind of how it happened. So, I, I mean, I hear that story, the that kind of get me out of here feeling. Um, and when we spoke before, you you mentioned something about, you know, that, that balance. You started in science and happened to get into sales as opposed to planning for it, uh, would you have done something different if you were revisiting that journey? 
Yeah, if I was revisiting that journey, um, I probably would have still stuck in science at an at an early age. Um, I think I've learned great things with research and kind of developing a voice. Mm -hmm. Um, but then the biggest thing is, um, probably would have taken some business classes to prepare me for what I am now playing a little bit of catch up. (laughs) Fair, fair. Uh, and I love how you spoke about your, your conversations and interviews with Mercedes. Uh, not everybody who sends out those hundred resumes gets the interviews. What do you think you did differently than other candidates? You know what? I have no idea because I had one interview out of a hundred, <laughs> so it was a the spray and pray method on that one. <laughs> well, you nailed it. Uh, what What about Mercedes uh, led you to say that was someone you had to work for? So the interview was very genuine um, compared to any other ones I've had earlier in life. Mm-hmm. Um, it was literally just a conversation, like, "Who are you? Where have you been?" based on your resume, you're qualified, but I want to find out if you're someone that I want to coach and um, work through with for your career. That's fantastic. Now, now as we talk about your career, uh, you started as a BDR and then quickly advanced to the sales specialist role. And you spoke a little bit earlier about the circumstances that got you to founding YSP. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can share a bit about that. I'd love to understand the details a bit more. Yeah. So I actually connected uh, with one of my classmates on LinkedIn and we saw that even though we both had a science undergrad, we ended up in a sales role. Um, so we met up, we're networking and thought, Hey, this is actually really cool. Um, I bet there's a lot of other people out there um, that would like this opportunity to connect with peers and start to actually build a network of people outside of their company. Um, So especially earlier on, you know, the only people you know are the ones you work with every day and having a network is so important. Now, it's a fairly young organization, but you've had incredible success. Uh, I remember you sharing some numbers. Uh, Can you share a little bit with our audience in in terms of like the membership attraction? Because it's it's quite impressive for the speed with which it's launched. Yeah, so we have been running uh, for just under a year now. Uh, We've had two panel events and two social events. Uh, Our membership is almost at 250. And the last event we hosted was over 100 people attended our panel event. That's a fantastic, fantastic update. Congratulations. That's a a fantastic amount of process progress. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Now, during that, you talked about meeting a a classmate or, or a colleague uh, one of the things that also stands out in you know, the journey of women in tech sales is we often hear comments about how their sales team, sales teams don't have as many women as they'd want to when they're looking for networks, when they're looking for peers. Um, I know that you've you've only been at, at Avix so far, and so it may not be representative of you know the, the broader kind of companies you work with or chat with. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you encountered anything similar, and you know, how does that feel? Yeah. So, I mean, we have less women than men um, on our sales team, as most companies do. Um, I think the biggest thing is the stigma around sales from the beginning. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, very competitive, very um, cutthroat type of attitude, um, which I think is actually changing. It's becoming more of a nurturing process rather than that highly competitive atmosphere, um, Mm -hmm. which women do excel in that environment, uh, the nurturing environment and teaching people the value and understanding um, your product. So 
I think we'll see it change over the next couple of years, or at least I hope. Um, but I think it's really the stigma that's lending it towards that currently. So it sounds like you're suggesting there's an assumption that uh, sales is going to be really, you know, really aggressive, maybe less nurturing, less supportive. And as a result, you know, women aren't taking and, and pursuing those opportunities as much. Am I hearing that right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I definitely thought that before I was in the role. Um, oh. Even when I started as a BDR, I didn't think I wanted to actually become a sales or account manager. Um, and that changed pretty quickly once you actually learned what it was. Can, can we dig in a little bit in there? You know, what, what did you think the role was going to be like? Yeah, so I... I thought it was going to be more of a like convince people to buy this product no matter what. And that's mm-hmm. all that's important. Um, but it's more about finding the right fit uh, for your product, whatever it is, um, and really teaching them what it is, how it works, and figuring out if it is valuable and matching that up. Uh, I like the way you phrase it. That brings to mind you know, the ideas of matchmaking as opposed to pushing something on someone. Yeah. Interesting. Now, one of the things that we hear from a lot of our audience members as they they embark and get into a sales journey uh, is that they sometimes struggle to reconcile the very competitive environment of sales uh, with their, their core beliefs. And it sounds like you struggled similarly, you know, that sales role versus what you wanted for yourself. Uh, how did... How do you reconcile those? And and when you hear audience members, you know, questioning that, uh, what thoughts come to mind for you? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is believing in the product um, of the company that you're working for, whether it's mm. multiple or just one. Um, it's not really selling it. It's just teaching people about it. Um, and if you believe it's going to help their business or help their life, uh, it makes it a lot easier uh, to really get in there. And if you're a competitive person, um, obviously you want to win, but it's easier to do that when you believe in uh, what you're selling. I, I like that, that idea that it's easier to be you know, competitive, but authentic when you believe in the company and the product. Uh, I, can, I can see that. Um, I, I do want to come back to uh, YSP and uh, I don't want to keep you too long, so let me switch gears to that. You shared some of the growth, you know, some of the traction. Uh, would love to hear what are what are some of your goals? You know, what do you hope to accomplish in the coming year or two with uh, YSP? Uh, particularly given the fact that so many sellers are now selling remotely, working from home, sheltering in place. Uh, what's wh- what do you hope to accomplish? Yeah, so I really want to keep that sense of community. Um, Currently, we are very active in that Kitchener-Waterloo community, um, mm-hmm. but hoping to branch that out to uh, other cities as well, whether it be Toronto or um, you know, California, wherever it might take us, um, but just growing it as much as possible and really giving people a place. Um, or young sales professionals, I want people to be able to look at that and be like, you know, that's something that I fit into as well. Uh, so... Speaking about fitting in, you know, it's often easier for people when they can empathize and see themselves in, uh, you know, in their journey. So why don't we, why don't we click a little bit into your journey? Yeah. When you think about your successes so far, uh, I mean, you're early on, but you've had some great rules. You founded a great organization. 
uh, you know, what stands out as an accomplishment you're particularly proud of? What's the, the headline that we can share when we're introducing you? <laughs> so I feel like we've kind of already discussed it a little bit, but definitely starting YSP um, mm-hmm. is a huge one. Um, I'm also really proud of, you know, the learning and work I've put into at Avic as well, you know, helping build onboarding programs and, and that kind of thing. Um, I really just wanted to learn as much as I can and um, share it with as many people as I can. That's an interesting one. I love the fact that you you focused on the sharing uh, and we didn't talk about that at all. Uh, if you can, maybe you can help us understand what what was it that you had to create that's normally outside of the responsibilities of a like a BDR or, or a sales rep? <laughs> yeah. So um, when I started, there was just a few things like we learned it all in, in PowerPoints and um, different videos and looking at the product itself. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas personally, I wanted more of like a textbook resource of something you could refer back to, like a glossary of anything you needed to know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made it for myself as I was learning and taking notes, and then it evolved into a training document. That's fantastic. Uh, I imagine you've helped, you know, not just yourself through that, but a, a ton of others. I, yeah, I actually get really excited because I still own the Google Doc. So anyone makes a comment <laughs> or changes something, I'm like, ah, oh, yes, they're using it. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. Uh, you just wait. At some point, you'll find somebody who comes again out of the dental industry and gets into Avic and. It you know, digs into your stories too. Yeah, great. <laughs> great. Okay, so I know that I promised I wouldn't keep you too long. I've got just a couple of more questions. Uh, you shared what you hope to accomplish with MS, uh, YSP. What about for you personally? If yeah. you cast your eyes forward five, 10 years, what, what do you hope to congratulate future Madison for? Yeah, so that's a really hard question. Um, <laughs> Obviously, and for everybody, but that's good. That means I'm I'm choosing good yeah. questions for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest thing is I I almost want to set myself up as a a jack or I guess a Janet of all trades. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to keep learning, um, not just in sales and perfecting that craft, but you know, sales enablement, marketing, anything to do with revenue. Um, mm-hmm. Just learn as much as I can over the next 10 years and hopefully look back and be like, good job. You worked hard. Nice. I love it. Now you've, you're one of the uh, kind of exciting and fortunate few people who have realized that they didn't want their current role and they wanted to leap into, you know, tech sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you look back on, on kind of making that leap, uh, and I'm sure you've heard this question from so many others, but what advice do you have for people who are similarly trying to make that leap? What, what should they keep in mind? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is look at your past experience and try to tie it into any of the role requirements. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the times, postings for sales roles will say, you know, one to two years of sales experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, anything customer facing is sales experience. Um, so just think about, you know, what you've learned and how you can tie that into what a potential employer. Um, might be wanting from a, an employee. Awesome. Okay. Do you have time for a couple of quick fire rapid questions before we go? Absolutely. First off, what's your favorite sales tool? Sales loft. Nice. Uh, we're, we're a sales loft shop as well. So I can empathize with that. (laughs) It's awesome. Huge huge productivity lift. Gotta love it. Um, outside of work, 
movies. What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie is Clueless. Mm, nice. Uh, now, I know your answer is not going to be a dental assistant, but when you were <laughs> a kid, what did you want to grow up to be? So I probably changed my mind about a hundred times when I was a kid. Um, pilot, interior designer, uh, doctor. Um, I was always jealous of my little sister. She was about four years old and she wanted to be a shark when she grew up. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's pretty badass. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, I'd say you've stayed true to it. I mean, if you were all of those things, you definitely would be a Janet of all trades. So uh, <laughs> at least there's, there's definitely some, some early indicators there. Yeah. Madison, this has been such a delight. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your story. Thank you. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. I am looking forward to to catching up uh, at the next uh, YSP event. Uh, and so I hope that you keep safe and sound and looking forward to chatting again. I will. You as well. <laughs> Take care. Have a good one. 